uh, welcome to another episode of Husky Huddle Up podcast with Jana Marsh and Carlos Guillen. Uh, our guest today is Matt Newman, Director of the University of Washington Recreation. Welcome to the podcast, Matt. Oh, thanks, Jana. Hi, and hi, Carlos. Hello, hello. Welcome. So if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what is uh, UW Rec? Certainly, yeah. So again, my name is Matt Newman. I serve as Director of Recreation. I use he, him pronouns. Um, UW Recreation is a way that we talk about happy and healthy things happening for students and others on campus. Um, I, you know, love working at the UW. I'm in my sixth year, and um, it's uh, terrific to work at a place like the University of Washington. I did not attend as a student, but I feel there's some similarities when you're looking for a place to work and maybe when you're looking for a place to to go to college or go to grad school. Um, I like the vast array of offerings. This is broadly for UW, but it's represented in recreation as well. I do like uh, being a staff member. You know, I have colleagues and I have uh, a lot of activities I can participate in on campus. That's a lovely thing. Um, I do enjoy you know, outdoor activities and sports. So this work doesn't always feel totally like work. So I feel fortunate that way. Um, but I, being on a campus like UW, you know, I also get to go to lectures and plays and um, sporting events. And so all those things make me happy. It, just like we want students to have a wonderful Husky experience as a staff member, I like to think I get to have a Husky staff member experience as well. Um, so those are kind of the things that uh, I love about working here. I've had other good jobs in my career outside of UW too, but I've been working in campus recreation for about 30 years now. Um, and I feel very fortunate to be able to do it, and especially at a place like UW and in Seattle. Mm-hmm. My goodness. So in those six years that you've been here at UW, what was that like to start? And, you know, your, your journey here, your recreation, your exercise, your sport, <laughs> athletic journey here at UW? What is that like when you first began? So I was fortunate to uh, come to UW, and there's just there's so many advantages being here, and in recreation in particular, we have wonderful, wonderful facilities. You know, lots of indoor space, outdoor space, a really good staff, lots and lots of student employees. Um, so there was very little that needed to be fixed. But if there was one thing that's happened over my six years is that we've kept all of those really good things we've done for years and years and years. You know, recreation's been around for more than 100 years at, at UW. Um, so years and years and years, we've been very, very good um, at a lot of things. But lately, the last few years, we've also gotten good at um, things like a mindfulness program. Mindfulness, meditation, and things like that don't always um, find themselves in campus recreation. Um, so I'm really happy that we get to have that as uh, our set of offerings. Um, and our whole mantra, if that if I can say that, has been, how do we get the folks who don't participate in recreation to participate? We care a lot about those who do it. And we, like I said, we're really good at doing that. But more importantly is what about the students who don't always get a chance to participate or they just don't think they have a place um, in something like sports or recreation. So that's why we're like, we're so much more than the gym. You know, that's one of the main things we say. 
Um, so we, we, we're not always perfect at that, and we're, it's fun to grow and learn new things, um, but we, we try hard to say every movement counts, whatever that means for you, and it can happen in our traditional gymnasium or in the weight room or in the pool or on the track or on an intramural team or in a club. Yes, 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 it should and could happen there for you. And, you know, we do a, a lot of good things with um, finding places around campus to get green space. Where can you just go and be? And, um, you know, UW's campus is pretty amazing. In the middle of the city, there are these really nice pockets of um, quiet space or water views. And none of that has to do with, you know, traffic or, or a, a lot of this extraneous noise. So we try and say, look, do the things that you might think traditionally happen in campus rec. But it's a lot more than that. And we'll, we'll kind of find those things for or with you. Yeah, you know, what? one of the things that um, I think as a staff member I've been able to take advantage mm -hmm. of is the Waterfront Activity Center, mm -hmm. right? Being able to get love, out of the water. Love, love. It is beautiful. Can you talk a little bit about that? And, and you know, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a, a unique offering compared to other campus recreation programs, right? Because we are located right on the water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what an advantage. And thank you for being a customer. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Waterfront Activity Center or the WAC, um, a lot of people in Seattle, generations and generations of folks might know it as a place you go and rent a canoe. And we've had these lovely, sturdy uh, aluminum canoes for years and years. So there might be, again, generations in your family, like my parents, my grandparents were in that same exact canoe. But they, they're, they're seaworthy, don't worry. But um, we love getting people in canoes. We've added kayaks in the last few years. Um, and those are available to students at the lowest rate. Faculty staff can use it, and then the general public can use it down at the WAC. We also house at the WAC um, our U Wild Adventures program. That's our outdoor program. Um, and one part of the U Wild experience is something called the Gear Garage, and that is also at the WAC. So um, you can get things like tents and a bike or um, you might have your own bike, but you just need a helmet. You, you have your own tent, but you need a sleeping bag. You have all those things, but you need a camp stove. Um, you need snowshoes in the winter. You want to rent skis. Um, so the Gear Garage serves um, a lot of folks. And again, there's the beginner type of things that we do. And then there's folks who are advanced or who want to try some new equipment that we might have. So having that at the Waterfront Activity Center, along with the traditional boat rental, um, and the activity that just happens down there is pretty amazing. And it's such a, a blessing to have that. You said it, Carlos, that you just don't usually see that on a campus. Usually a campus would have something somewhere. You know, if you were to attend UCLA, you would go to Santa Monica and they have a boat rental operation there. That's great, too. It, it is lovely, but it's not steps from campus. It's not part of your daily experience. Or other places have an outdoor program that is somewhere else. Um, on campus or you drive to, to get these things, or they have more of a program with something like REI. Those, those are great too, but we're really, really fortunate to have those things housed right here on campus and down at the WAC. We love having that, yeah. Yes, we've, uh, uh, we've made sure our families are very, very aware of the Waterfront Activity Center in particular mm -hmm. because it is so, so unique to mm -hmm. UW, so unique to this particular campus. Mm -hmm. You can like pretend you're like the rowing hero for <laughs> of your dreams. 
<laughs> and it's quite nice. Also, I do want to mention that I like the canoes allow actual dogs with their own yeah. life jackets, which I like. Yes. <laughs> so that there's awesome. the DAWG, your husky, and then the, you can bring your little dog if you want. It calms my dog down, so I'm very excited about it. <laughs> it serves two purposes. Yeah. Calming, Is that... calming jacket and safety. I love it. Yeah. So there's, so you talked about the 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 gym the pool where is the pool mm -hmm. yeah is the pool inside it we do have an indoor pool uh we also you know have lake washington for those brave souls in a, a couple summer months um uh, but we do have an indoor pool and so the the majority of our things are at the ima building um and that's uh more than 50 years old now and it's um been upgraded over the years and so that's where we have uh, 10 full-length basketball courts. That's where we have all of our racquetball squash courts, the spaces for um, like our clubs to, to have their things, archery, table tennis, futsal, um, and, but those traditional elements of weight rooms and cardio equipment um, and um, places to play basketball and volleyball and um, run around on track or stretch. Um, this is where a number of our classes are held. Not all of our classes, but most of them take place at the IMA building. And so, yeah, that's where the pool is located. Um, maybe this is a good chance to, to highlight that we are at, at the beginning stages of a pool and locker room renovation project. Uh, so, as I mentioned, the building's over 50 years old now. And over the years, these different expansions or upgrades have done a lot of good and if you've been to the building before, when you get here and see the building, you'll see this is a good space. The spaces that haven't been very good just have never had an upgrade since 1968. So um, the pool is, is long overdue, and we're, we're getting that, um, uh, an expanded pool. Um, we have six lanes. We're going to be getting out to 14 lanes, so you know more than doubling the size of the pool. Um, that has lap swim for sure, but we have a lot of other activities that happen in there. Um, the kayak club will practice there. The water polo teams will practice there. Um, we have log rolling as one of our Friday night activities. Um, and different intramurals can take place in the water. Um, you know, canoe battleship where you're kind of trying to sink the other canoe with water and things. So the pool is great, but the pool for the next year is going to be closed because of the um, renovation and expansion, um, but that's that's where it's located. Um, and so again, all those different activities take place on the the, uh, the in, inside the nearly 300,000 square feet that um, is the IMA building, and that's on the um, east side of campus, next to the water, next to Heckhead Pavilion, next to Husky Stadium. That's where the IMA building is located on campus. It's it's legitimately just that, <laughs> yeah. And everyone, it the way that Matt described it, it is literally steps from each other. It's steps from the basketball court, <laughs> which is Heckhead, and it's steps from the from Husky Stadium. Uh, so it's it's it won't be uncommon for Huskies to be uh, working out with their fellow student athlete Huskies, mm -hmm. which would scare me because <laughs> I am not that. Well, into shape, <laughs> but, but that's really wonderful to have all of those really great things. I also wanted to mention that 
When we've had Parent and Family Weekend, we have encouraged a lot of our families to make sure that they make time to go and sneak into the canoeing and sneak into the kayaking or working out. Mm -hmm. But there's also this thing called, if you didn't think you had enough, there's also a golf range, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Which feels very Pac-12. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, having yeah. Uh, a golf driving range on campus, again, one of those unique things. And um, you can get a bucket of balls and um, go over. You, you don't have to be good at golf. Um, or if you're looking for a place to stay good at golf, we'll, we'll have opportunities for everyone. Um, there's a practice green so you can putt or you can chip. And it's one of our facilities that is um, open um, seven days a week, and you know it goes. We're open into the evenings. Um, there, you know, it's a lighted space, and um, it's it's a lot of fun. And again, it could be the kind of thing like you go down with your friends and you just kind of uh, have a goofy old time hitting golf balls, and uh, you can be uh, a tiny bit serious or a lot of bit serious about it, and um, everybody's welcome. And again, that's still in that same area down by the IMA building, down by the Waterfront Activity Center, and then over at the golf range. Nice. Matt, you, you mentioned a few things in terms of like intramurals, club sports. Um, I know that a big transitional issue that many students deal with when they come to college is many students are involved in athletics in high school or athletics in their previous institution, but not necessarily involved in Division I sports in college. What are some tips that you can give to families as their students start to make that transition and figure out, you know, how do I maintain, you know, this, this level of fitness or this level of athleticism that I'm used to now that I'm going to UW? Yeah, for sure. There can be a lot of examples where students participated in something. Um, it could be just say lacrosse. You maybe played lacrosse in high school. That's not an intercollegiate sport for the Division I Huskies, but there are club opportunities. What's so special, I think, about the clubs is they are student-formed and student-run. Um, some of them hire their own advisors or coaches, but that, again, those are decisions that the club and the club leadership makes as students. Um, but it is a way, if you want to keep playing your sport, you can. Also, there are ways that you wanted to try something else. You know, your high school might have had sport A, B, or C, and that's wonderful, but they didn't have ultimate Frisbee. Well, there are ultimate Frisbee clubs, um, and that could be something, and, you know, all these clubs are welcoming of all students. Like, we don't expect you to be, you know, a world-class ultimate player, but, you know, are you, you know, athletic or do you like to have fun? Are you looking for community? Great, we have a space for you. Um, so you you can try something new. So you can keep doing what you're doing. You can try something new. Um, or if it doesn't exist, you can also say, how can I start my own club? You know, there are a thousand, a thousand clubs at UW, the registered student organizations. And what we do is support those clubs that need some uh, physical space for their activity, or they need help managing some of their travel if they're involved in that. So yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, there, there are a lot of ways that you can keep doing what you're doing and or expand what you're doing. And as I was saying earlier, we try to find a place for everybody. There are lots of students who have never participated in something in high school or the previous institution. They too can find a space um, in these clubs. It, 
the same by the same token, the intramural program is designed to be that way as well. So intramurals um, is competitive. You know, there are leagues, there are officials. Um, it's not intended to be um, as time consuming as Division One intercollegiate athletics, or even as time consuming as clubs can be. Um, but it's a way for you to stay active. Again, have a little competition. Hopefully, a lot of fun. Um, with your fellow students, hopefully you're not yelling at the officials, but you know sometimes that happens. Um, but it, it's really um, a, a way again that transitional piece that you say I was pretty active in my high school, but you know I'm not doing that when I go to UW. I'm not playing baseball or football or whatever, but I do want to play flag football. Oh, we're really really good at offering you flag football. Different days, different times of day, different types of leagues. We're really good at that. Um, and I'll just say it again, but if you never did those things, please come play intramurals, join a team. You're like, I'm not really sure what dodgeball is, or you think dodgeball was that awful PE activity. Give it a try, it's pretty fun. Um, and those are just a few of the, you know, the examples of things that, that we can say, here's a way to stay, again, happy, healthy, active, and find your friends, either existing or new friends, or you can create your own sort of team or your own club if, if you're so inclined. Do you have a lot of students kind of taking leadership roles and do you notice that as well when they do want to try to figure that out or try to start their own dodgeball club? <laughs> um, that's that's a pretty good way to kind of make new friends <laughs> I'm assuming, and also yeah. do something you like uh, and then kind of grow into a lot of leadership and team sports, which is really neat. And I don't think that's, you know, I think people are like, I'm just here to work out. You're like, no, this is, like you said, it's competitive and mm -hmm. organized. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. And it that's our m most exciting moment when students, you know, really do embrace that. You know, we have staff that are there to support. So, you know, some of that is reminder about deadlines or, you know, how you uh, get reimbursed for something. That's part of it. But being the, say, club leader or the captain of your intramural team, you know, you're responsible for other people. Um, and we try and give you some tools and, again, some gentle reminders or some not so gentle reminders about things that are coming up or that are important to complete. Um, and that I, I I certainly grew up in that environment uh, when I was um, in college. I liked being the captain of the intramural team or something like that. So um, again, you might already have that or in you and you can do it or you don't yet have it and you want to discover if you can or um, again, if that activity doesn't yet exist in our clubs or in our intramural uh, program, you could suggest or just, I'm going to form this RSO that's registered to an organization and I need some gym space or, or whatever it might be. Um, that's where we can come in and, and be of assistance. Well, that's great. Um, before pandemic and after pandemic, how has uh, how has the UW Rec world um, changed or adapted? Um, I always saw a lot of students before <laughs> before we were sent home uh, going into the IMA, and it felt like year round and not just certain times of the year. So what was this like for you guys? Yeah, so like all of us, we were just upended in March of 2020 and everybody, you know, was doing all that they could to deal with it well. And, um, you know, I think we do have 
um, some successes that we can point to. So um, when our facilities closed and we just were not having anybody come in, we instantly moved to virtual offerings. Um, I wish it didn't take something as awful as the pandemic to drive us toward you know, offering that, but it's been wonderful. And it's something that certainly will stay um, going forward. So virtual offerings are ways that you can log on in real time. You know, there's an instructor there in, well, when it, COVID first happened, they were in their living room, right? But now um, we have them back in our various um, uh, workout studios and the camera's on them, the audio's there, you follow along on your own. But slowly we've been able to continue to live stream it and welcome a few in-person participants. And as the COVID restrictions um, lighten up, and I, I really appreciate the approach that the state of Washington has taken, the governor, you know, the um, President Kause here at the university, and really just the approach of, we want you back in person. This is a, you know, a big, big, big part of the university experience, but we'll only do so when it's safe. So when we start to welcome back uh, folks to work out in our spaces or be involved in our, our classes, we'll have more and more. But right now, there's a maximum of five in the class, and it's being live streamed. So um, once we have, I don't know the number, 20, 25 people like the old days in the class and we can still live stream it, we'll do that. And all of those classes are being recorded. They live on our YouTube channel, um, UW Recreation uh, YouTube channel. And so you can go there to get those things, you know, in the asynchronous way. Um, you know, I think we learned all these different things in our world of Zoom and whatnot. There's stuff that's happening live and there's stuff that's happening recording. And you, the fact that we have both, I think, works out well. Um, I know for me, it helps a lot to have a class and classmates and an instructor, you know, sort of holding me accountable. I have to show up at that time. Um, but other times I've said, I just can't make that work. When can I get my yoga practice in? I'll go look at a recording. Or when can I do that quick hitting 15 minute ab workout? I can go to the recording. So all of that kind of stuff is available. So I, like I said, I wish it didn't take something as traumatic for us as the pandemic to get there, but we're there and we're not gonna look back. It's just wonderful to have um, all the sets offerings. Cause as I said at the top of this, it's all about folks gaining access and um, knowing what we offer. And I was like, we have it in person and now we have it um, in real time and in recording. So hopefully more and more folks will be able to participate. Um, we've also, you know, at, at the um, early stages of reopening had to make um, our spaces, um, uh, I, I'm sorry, our equipment uh, more distance from each other. So you could stay, you know, far away from someone, but you could start to work out. So again, we're going to keep our eye on what the right distance is. If if you came into the IMA building today, we're still having you know that six foot of distance, and we're asking people to mask up. Um, June 30th is the uh, intended date for the reopening of the state, and we'll see how we're going to do that. We might keep masks all the time when you're working out inside. We might do masks when you're in the public spaces. We might be able to add some equipment back in, um, and when the fall term hits. For sure, we know we're going to have a lot of students and faculty, staff, but a lot of students really want to come back and um, have that experience. So we'll be ready for that and get as many people in the space as we can safely um, and many people, as many people in our classrooms for you know all those different fun activities. And I think in the course of this, I mentioned Friday night activities, right? I said log rolling. 
you know, we also have um, the archery program uh, is available on Friday nights. Um, and one of our most spectacular offerings in UW Recreation is Friday night roller skating. So one of the gymnasiums just becomes a roller skating rink on Friday nights. Um, everything else is open in the building too um, on Friday nights, um, but Friday night activities include things like log rolling, archery, um, table, uh, badminton, um, things like that, but roller skating. Again, if you've done roller skating before, great, you can come on in and do it. If you've never done it, you grab uh, your friend's hand or you hug the wall or you slip and fall a couple times and you figure it out. But um, that just takes place in one of our gyms. We have all the shoes. Um, there's a wonderful record player that plays retro music. Um, there's some fun lights to give you a little disco feel. Yeah. So, yeah. I That's awesome. <laughs> Man, I would, I would imagine that the, uh, that UW Recreation is a pretty large employer of students. Can you talk a little bit mm -hmm. about kind of how students might be able to get involved with recreation, but through employment opportunities? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thanks, Carlos. Yeah. The, the, um, pre-pandemic time, we would say we have 400 student employees. And that, that number dropped, obviously, way dropped. Our pool wasn't open, so we didn't need 75 lifeguards. You know, the, the, those classes, we, you know, didn't have 25 classes a day happening. You know, um, the people helping you check in when you come in the building, we just didn't have any of that. So slowly, we're starting to add back. And this fall, we anticipate being in that 250, 300, 400 student employees. So we need student employees always. Um, I believe Handshake is the um, platform that we use for UW students to um, find work. There are work study opportunities for those students who have um, work study through financial aid. So we are always looking for students, but this year especially, you know, like everybody, a year and a half is going to go by since we, you know, had those folks working there. Um, alongside our professional staff members, but um, we would love to get back in the business of lots of student employees, you know, lots of officials, lots of lifeguards, um, lots of uh, member services attendants. Yeah. That's great. Did they also teach the classes sometimes? Are they? <laughs> yeah. Is it, oh, cool. Yeah. Not 100% not of our instructors are students, but the majority are. Um, and there are different ways that students, you know, can, can become an instructor. They might already have this skill or certification when they come in, but there's something uh, that we offer a couple different times a year called yoga teacher training. So you might want to become a yoga teacher so you can go through this um, class. Um, there's something called FIT, fitness instructor training. So FIT is a way that students have gone through a curriculum and then, you know, they practice um, they're kind of put in with a, um, a mentor instructor, and then eventually they get their own class. Um, so we try to have mostly students work for us, but there are a lot of good instructors. One of the benefits of being in Seattle is you have a lot of quality folks and a lot of different kind of folks and their experience and what they bring. So we love having um, students and other instructors for sure. You know, Matt, there are... I'm thinking back to um, your website, and I know that you also had mentioned UWild, um, mm -hmm. and I know that we do have uh, UWild adventures specifically for first-year students, yeah. um, and and so I think that's a, another really great opportunity for first-year students to get out during the summer before they get started. For sure. Before they're even, yeah, on campus and roll the students through um, first-year programs, and it's it's a real 
opportunities. Other, not everybody's going to be able to get here, or you know, it's not going to fit everybody's schedule. But it's really a neat opportunity. And again, it could be one of those things like. I'm nervous. I've never done it before. Great. That's who we're really good at helping. You know, um, there's professional staff. There are student staff who are the leaders. Um, something that we haven't had in this last year and a half is a way to say, I was uh, on the first year program, uh, U Wild Adventure, and now I'm going to be an instructor next year. We've kind of lost a little bit of that momentum. But that's often what happens is they get introduced to something and then they become one of our instructors. Um, it happens the other way too, or they like, wow, I was really involved in this in high school, or say you're a graduate student, or you know, you grew up with a family that was into this, like, oh great. And you say, Oh yeah, I do have my wilderness first aid certification. We're like, wow, this is great. We have opportunities for you. So there are folks that come in experienced and they can be part of it. Or like I said, we're really, really good at it and, and, and are so excited to welcome folks who are this isn't my thing. I don't have a lot of experience. Yes, that's that's why we exist. <laughs> And, and if that turns into something, it's great. And if it doesn't, go go find some other way to, to have your movement. Yep. Sorry. That's Harper. awesome. No, no. There, you know, before we off, we before we had this partnership with UW Rec to offer these trips, first year programs actually would we would do our own trips. And I actually led a trip, and um, the group of students who actually went on that trip, I was able to actually see that they kept in contact their entire four years at at, at UW. Um, and I even see them on social media now, still friends. They've all graduated. They've, and, and it was that adventure. It was that like just culminating experience of, or, or, you know, commencing experience of, of their first year that kind of connected them and created such a great community. And so, uh, I highly recommend this if, you know, if, if, if families are able to make this work. Oh, Matt, this is so great. Yeah. Well, we're almost about the end. I don't know if you have any last minute like thoughts or things that you wanted to cover before we before we wrap up the interview. Yeah, just thank you for asking all these questions because over the course of it, we got to touch on each of those areas. Like we have our IMA building, we have our waterfront activity center, we have the golf range, um, we have twenty acres of grass and artificial turf fields. You know, all of these things. Uh, but it, those things exist because you know students are participating in things. They're they're leading these trips. They're leading the classes. They're taking part in it. Um, and so there is something for everyone. Sometimes it's really organized and you know programmed, as we like to say. But we really love to see just things happen naturally and just you know sit out on the the grass and enjoy yourself by tossing the ball around or or whatever it might be. We we love seeing that. So there's something for everyone. It can be, a, if it has a cost, it can be affordable too. Um, we have something called the Student Recreation Fund and that's a way that we can help pay for it. So if the $50 class fee is too much for you, either always or just this time in your life, great, tell us and we can help make that cost um, go down for you. We never want cost to be a barrier. We don't want uh, you to not know where to go or what time something is or really just what we offer. So. Um, all this information is available at recreation.uw.edu, um, and we're on all the social media platforms. Um, and in, in fact, one of the things I think we do really well is, is try to put out there to everybody, look, can you see yourself here? Um, it's, it's no longer this idea that you have to already come in knowing how to do the activity or be fit already. 
Um, like I said, if you're that, great, come on in. We're good. At, we're, we'll we'll help you. But it's the other folks who are like, oh, I didn't really get to do that much in high school. Oh, we love talking to you. We love uh, you knowing that we're here to provide an opportunity and it can be affordable. Oh my gosh, Matt, thank you so much. See, Happy Healthy Huskies is also part of student success and UW Rec is definitely a big part of the, of making that happen for our students. So sir, thank you so much. What a great, what a great conversation. Yeah. Self-care, group care, staying healthy. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for having me yeah. and uh, yeah. Welcome to UW, everyone. Thanks everybody. The Husky Huddle podcast is a collaboration between the University of Washington first year programs and parent and family programs. It's to provide parents and families equitable access to information in support of their students' success. The Husky Huddle Up is produced by Chloe Giselle, a junior in the UW Cinema and Media Studies program.